You're listening to the Totally Buzz UK podcast. Hello and welcome to an all new episode of the Totally Buzz UK podcast. The podcast that takes you around the weird and wonderful stories on the web that you may have missed. I'm Laura, your host, and I'm not alone because www.totallybuzz.co.uk not only brings you this podcast, but it also provides me with a co-host. So it's Mr. No Sugar himself, John Squires. At least you can't call me a sugar daddy, I suppose, which is always a... The fact you've put that out into the opening straight away. <laughs> so if you like to call him a sugar daddy, he is open for business and looking for a sugar mama right now. So tweet him at John J. Squires wow. on Twitter. This is not this is not a dating podcast. Can I say... Because if it was, I would not be on here for my experiences. What a meet cute that would be. How did you meet your future wife? She tweeted me looking for a sugar daddy. <laughs> yeah. How do you meet a future wife? Uh, well, they were listening to the Totally Buzz podcast on a Monday at 7am and they heard the hopeless romantic part and they tweeted me and here I am. Beautiful. Anyway, Squiggy, this is the podcast that likes to turn them smiles upside down with weird and wonderful stories. We're How turning we... smiles upside down. We're turning smiles. Oh, wait, no. I turning... don't want to turn smiles upside down. <laughs> That's turning... the wrong podcast. <laughs> we're turning frowns upside down. Squeaky, is your frown the right way up? It depends. Is it the right way up frowny or upside down and smiley? Whichever one makes you happy, Squeaky. Uh, I'm always smiley when we do these podcasts, Laura. You should know that by now. Good, because it is a packed podcast for you and for the listener at home. If you're new to the podcast, let me explain how it works. And we found three wonderfully weird stories that are true despite them seeming unbelievable and they aim to put a smile on your face we exchange some banter me and squiggy discuss them we you know make it weird and wonderful and then we set you about your day and hope you enjoyed the rest of your working week squiggy knows nothing about these stories so generally a lot of his surprises no way when he hears a great story squiggy are you ready for story number one absolutely yes you mean yeah we Anyway, story one comes from WVLTV8, which is Knoxville, Tennessee, if you are not sure of your local news stations in America. And the headline reads, Himalayan salt wall. Restaurant guests are encouraged to lick the walls while dining. We're starting it hot here. So, basically, this story is all about a restaurant that have decided to make walls lickable while people dine. The Mission restaurant is gaining attention in Old Town, Scottsdale, after its owner said guests could lick the walls while enjoying their food or drink as the walls are made of Himalayan rock salt. Representatives with the trendy dining spot say the head chef brought the rocks in to add to the overall ambience and help customers with their tequila shots. Himalayan rock salt has natural sanitary properties, but restaurant staff said they regularly wipe it down. According to the restaurant, the walls have already seen a lot of action. Squiggy, ever wanted to lick a wall of salt? This just sounds like the absolute worst thing ever. Like, even even before COVID, oh, do you want to lick that wall that someone else has licked? Absolutely not. I'm Sorry. Not, I'm not no even way. Like, no way. But basically, I find it, do you not find, you know, nature's truly healing that post-COVID, we are now back to where people are comfortable licking walls. Yeah, uh, yeah that's kind of kind of worrying. But... Is it worrying? It's kind of worrying because I don't want to lick walls. Or I, it's, have it's, worrying, but... it's worrying that people want to lick walls. But I think then that's it's the most worrying part. comforting that people are getting back to normal so much so. They're like, what pandemic? Yeah, yeah. but then this, this actually reminds me of a tweet that I saw a couple of days ago. Like it was a confession like an anonymous confessions twitter account i don't even know why it comes up i don't follow them is it fest confessions or something or asshole fest, confessions? Fest, fest, they fest, come fest up for fest me fest all the yeah. time i don't i don't 
hopeful and then they're always promoting yeah anyway continue. and one of them one of them was when when my wife goes out i like to lick her salt the <laughs> himalayan salt lamps they taste lovely with that. i'm so scared <laughs> when my wife goes out i like to lick Himalayan salt lamps would not have been the, the complete fill in the, yeah, yeah. in the blank. Yeah, what, ha- what happened next? Was it A, Himalayan salt lamps? B, let's not go there. Yeah, I was going to say, your neighbour? <laughs> I don't know. What, I just feel so bad oh, now. I'm, I'm just... But yeah, that wasn't where my head instantly went. But uh, yeah, so Squee, is this not the restaurant for you? I mean, it depends what's actually on the menu, unless it's just a, it literally a, Himalayan, a Himalayan salt wall licking experience, then I'm probably not in for that. It says a mission restaurant, so... I don't know if that's short for Michelin star or it's some brand that I'm not familiar <laughs> with in America, but it's more like it's trendy. So I always, I'm getting the vibe that they sell, um, you know, a niche, but then also they say about it helping with tequila shots. So maybe it's a Mexican restaurant. Lick the wall before you have a tequila shot. Yeah. Cause obviously you want the salt <laughs> with your tequila. So instead of licking yeah. around the glut, which once again, I just, I just, there's too much licking going on with this story for me to be comfortable. <laughs> but I, I think if someone said, well, let's do tequila shots, then turn and lick the wall I'm like I'm out yeah I'd probably leave if someone did that like just random imagine being in someone's just like kitchen or something All right we're doing tequila shot clink the glasses and then you, they turn around and lick the wall and you're like uh, what's going on here how many tequilas have you had sir <laughs> can yeah. I see the bottle <laughs> that's the sort of energy I was gonna say is there anything that you'd be like oh yeah I'd lick the wall if it was a wall of cheese obviously they use Himalayan salt because obviously they say it's like cleans itself sort of vibe which by the way doesn't comfort me I know they're saying the wife bit down as well self cleaning yeah, yeah it's like the set I, that doesn't that doesn't make me feel better about it just doesn't it makes me feel worse no. if anything no in a fantasy world where germs aren't a thing and this isn't the most disgusting idea in the world is there anything you'd like a wall to be made of squiggy that would make you lick it ideally Ooh. like a lollipop i guess ice lolly on a nice hot summer's day been a bit of a I mean, heat wave in the uk I mean, recently yeah, that'll be all right i don't really know a wall of ice which would be an igloo i realize a wall of chocolate but a wall of chocolate see would licking chocolate see this is the thing it's got it's got to be lickable is not a sentence i ever thought i'd say on this podcast but is chocolate truly lickable the right imagination laura anything is lickable oh no maybe not because i wouldn't lick cheese for the example sour, i really no. like cheese but it's not the like sour, the sour cherries from the harry buster mix to be god that's so precise, precise. Yeah, yeah there you go that's only because i've got a tub of them downstairs I mean, that's fair. I really like sour cream and chive dip, but I'm like, why am I licking the water? You know what? I'd prefer dipping wall. If there was like a layer of sauce on it, I could like scrape my Dorito up like I'm doing plastering, but with a Dorito. That's what's in my head now. My mind is going. A nacho nacho cheese wall. (gasps) Oh, no, but I like my nacho cheese. But then, but then you could. That's when you could have the chocolate one because you could like get your marshmallows and like scoop it into the chocolate sort oh of thing. Oh my god! Or like uh, your strawberries if you're that way inclined. Some people do pineapple. Way inclined. All you strawberry chocolate lovers out there, you freaks. Well, I'm thinking of just the really unhealthy options, obviously. Yeah, I mean, well, I I don't think there would be a healthy. You not exactly want to. Can I have a lettuce wall, please? Oh, you break out a bit of lettuce off it. Oh, oh, you don't know. You don't know me and my lettuce, Laura. I mean, I clearly don't. If you're like, oh, br- br- slowly we go, break We down. go way back. Do you go way back? Yeah. I was also going to say with this, obviously, it is America. We have a lot of stories from the Weird and Wonderful podcast on here. We, we tend to end up in America. Do you 
think this would work in the UK. Like, could you see this being a trendy thing in London? Maybe a Heston Blumenthal. Do, do you know what? I think it would work in London, but if you bring it to the the less cultured places of of the United Kingdom, he's being you know, very like... vague here. Oh no, he's going to name names of places. No, no, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going to name anywhere south of Newcastle, but <laughs> north of Middlesbrough. I'm not going to name anywhere like that. You'd find people probably fighting over, this is my part of the wall, I'll lick this wall first. So you reckon this could be a potential bust-up? Yeah, I think there'll be a few fights about where you've licked the wall. I was licking here, pet. I was licking here, pal, and then you're like, you're not my pal anymore, pet. I could already see yeah. you were you're one step ahead in your own train of thought. <laughs> Obviously, moving away from just licking, which this story is about, but I'm going to try and steer it to a different weird place, because experienced restaurants, have you ever been to one? Like, uh, one that's more about the experience? Because obviously, like I said, there is like and Blumenthal, there's places where you can get fans. Ever ventured to them sort of places? I mean, I feel like I'm you a, might have gone to some themed restaurants in Disney somehow. I mean, there's yeah, there's themed restaurants, but I'm a very basic person. There's <laughs> a restaurant I do want to go to. It's a tap. It's a tapinero. I think it's a type of restaurant. It is. Well, that might be the name of the restaurant, but it's like it's a Japanese restaurant, and you basically sit round. I'm doing this with my hands, but obviously you can't see it. So Great for an like audio a, podcast. You sit in like a U shape around the the top where the chef cooks it for you oh hang and on and does he puts... chop things up and flip it and all yeah, that stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i was gonna <laughs> how i met your mother yeah. was useful for that because there's yeah. like a whole thing where there is a bet and how make my way flips it and he's like you can't do that and he's like i've been practicing for months and he brings out all the knives and puts on a show and flips it catches it with a chopstick and yeah yes yeah. so we've, we've got we've got one of them in newcastle but the one in florida like he he creates sort of an onion like a like a volcano of onions and all the smoke comes out of it and then he makes disney references as he does it and stuff like that and it's supposed to be really nice and the show looks really good from the videos i've seen so that's kind of if you want to talk about experiences like that i suppose that's one because that if you think count, yeah. other experiences are basically here's a disney character coming to say hello while you eat your mickey waffles anything immersive i think counts because i was going to say there's like the ones where i see them advertised on instagram because i like abba but i see ones like you know you go for sort of dinner and a show but they have like the abba performers performing around you while you're eating which yeah. i think would be really distracting there's a cool there's a cool restaurant i've been to on a cruise and it basically it's called animator's palette and you go in everything's in black and white and then as the as the meal goes on it starts it starts to like color itself in and become full color and everything see that's cool because that's using the food if that makes sense it's not just happens that you're in a restaurant it's like yeah it's immersive. all around you it's, it's really cool yeah it makes me think oh god it's even worse this is showing showing my age now is there's a programme in the UK, especially for you international listeners, called The Great British Menu, and they normally design food f- menu for an event. Like, it would say, recently, it's been the Platinum Jubilee, so if they were doing one for that, it would be like, they tie in, like, this is the 1950s ration-style box, or, and then they present the meal, and it's like a show, sort of, to get their meals on all these fancy chefs. But that's kind of the sort of thing I can think of. Like a taster thing, or like a Harry Potter one, where it'd be like, you tap the, like, have a wand, and you tap, and the drink changes colour, or something I don't know that's probably been done somewhere but it's kind of the thing in my head I've not invented that I swear but you know that sort of thing I find that's kind of cool but I also don't want like my food ruined by distractions so salt wall little too far for me show while I'm eating little too much but if there's something cool like they come out and it looks cool I guess I couldn't call it the Instagram food generation yeah it's them sort of restaurants it's basically you want it to come out the food puts on a little show for you and then it puts a little show on your palate because it does a little the food does a little dance on the plate and then it does a dance on your taste buds. Exactly. And that's what you want. But yeah, so Squeeze, <laughs> should I put you down for not going to Arizona for liquor wall salt? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm against 
answer. However, story two, we are going somewhere that you are very familiar with. Not as familiar with its American counterpart, but you're familiar with the whole concept of where story two is taking you. And this comes Ooh. from the Daily Mirror, because it's about Disneyland Paris. Oh, I've been at Disneyland Paris. So have I. Wee wee. Oh, wee wee. Anyway, this headline is Disneyland employee branded evil after ruining proposal and snatching the ring. <laughs> it, I've seen this. There we go. He's already knows it. He's breaking my rule. I mean, he's in charge. So I'm hoping for some opinions on this. But basically, if you're not aware and you've missed this story, well, the Daily Mirror have summed it up for you here. The place that is known as the happiest place on earth, Disneyland Paris. Nope. Disneyland as, California. I'll, t- I'll tell the mirror that. One of the happiest places on earth. Cute. Got a little spoiled for one couple because an unnamed man and woman recently took a trip there where the gentleman had planned to pop the question to his girlfriend however things hadn't gone to plan and they're basically their big moments gone viral so this clip was originally posted to reddit but the man is seen getting down on one knee on a raised stage area in front of sleeping beauty's castle beautiful castle bet you love it squiggy right yeah it's all right (laughs) not one of his favorite castles clearly anyway the man (laughs) holds up the ring he's ready to propose when he's interrupted by an employee running over and snatching the box out of his hand the post online is captioned post destroyed my best friend's moment he asked for permission beforehand after taking the ring from the man's hand the disneyland employee ushers the couple off the platform down to a metal gate and saying yes that's great but over here will be even better a number of boos can be heard as onlookers watch the scene unfold clearly baffled by what's going on the reddit user who shared the video who goes by the username rascal Huntland, claimed in the comments that his friend had asked a female employee at disney permission to pose on the platform when she'd given the go-ahead but then the man ran up and grabbed the ring. The proposal footage has garnered over 9,600 comments on Reddit and was also shared on Twitter and seen by thousands more. Many were outraged for the couple with one brand in the employee, a little bit evil for spoiling the moment. One said, I know it seems small, but I genuinely believe you must be a little bit evil to do this, lol. Like, it's just absurdly mean. While another wrote, the way he rang up there proves it to me. He wanted to get in there just in time to snatch the ring at the perfect moment, so he sprinted over there. Could have easily let it happen and moved the box soon on soon after. A third person wrote, credit for the guy for not getting angry. Great show of character to your wife to be. He was already on his knee. At that point, let him finish, then kick him out if you want. So, Squiggy, Disneyland, her nightmare. Yeah, so I've I've seen a lot of this on Twitter because I follow a lot of Disney, like, Park Insider accounts and stuff like that. Of course, you and, why wouldn't you? I mean, Well, yeah, it. but yeah. And the stuff that I've seen is that the way he proposed was actually an area he shouldn't have been at that point in time because of the stage show. So, yeah, it's like the cast members doing their job and and this is no offence to any cast members in, in France and everything, but from what I've noticed going to the different parks is the ones in France aren't as accommodating. I don't know if it's because of how French workers work, if you know what I mean. It might be they're, they might have a partial punishment be, system or a bigger staff turnover. So they yeah, it could, it it could, could be, be yeah, so they've got to be a little bit more strict and that's probably why it happened. But yeah, I've seen loads of proposals in Disney parks and mo- all of them stick to the rules. This one is basically either while the show or a parade's about to, to happen. So it's more for health and safety and Disney are very, very, very strict on health and safety. Like, Are you surprised he didn't react? Who, the guy, guy proposing? Because I mean... Yeah, I think he was probably more in shock to be honest than anything. 
because if you're proposing and someone just comes and grabs a ring and goes nope or no 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 you'll be a bit like uh okay fair enough and then you'll probably settle down a bit and then realize what's happened but hey he did well for not reacting i wonder if she said yes bit of a mystery <laughs> imagine if she said no after all of that yeah you'd feel a bit no shitty. you know the proposal was shit you i imagine that man would go on one mission vendetta to take down disney yeah <laughs> just I, I think disney have issued a statement they have since it, it happened. i was gonna say that they did tell an ad to newsweek which is added on at the bottom of the daily mirror career we regret how this was handled we've apologized to the couple involved and offered to make it right so i assume they're going to be getting a free holiday and maybe some mickey mouse waffles plus mickey mouse waffles you got to throw in the but mickey yeah. mouse waffles otherwise yeah. there's no, no it's yeah a lot of people propose that i know a few people have actually been engaged in disney world are you a big um, fan of this because i was going to point out that one a few comments some people <laughs> one person said the disney worker was in the wrong but a few have said that he was a hero with one writing public proposals are cringe this man is a hero for stopping it you're a fan of the public proposal i mean disney is that is that where your future bride-to-be is gonna get surprised and always be nervous well, around you i can't say anything because it might not be a surprise if they're listening to this yeah, it's no. one of it's one of them right so if you go early with the intention of doing it and you ask the photographers and tell them what you're gonna do they'll be like really accommodating you'll get some of the best photos ever because like some people you know it's it's something you want to remember kind of <laughs> why did you say it like some people want to remember it Others no no because no, no, i was gonna say like for, for some people it's like if it's in a place like that it's probably meaningful so you want to remember it yeah you know other people might just get proposed to like randomly in the living room <laughs> didn't know where you were coming with this i couldn't decide where to go with that but you know but like i know it's weird but you know no. if, if you if you're there and you're going on holiday with your partner it probably means a lot to you to go there it might be a reason they've picked a proposed there is because you both love yeah. disney and there's some sort of bond i want to say yeah. the wrestler alexa bliss got proposed to in front of the disney castle for some yes reason. I think she did, yeah. I feel yeah. Like that's For some reason, she's a big Disney fan. So, yeah. yeah, I feel like um, it's in my head that I can picture that, and I don't remember yeah. proposing to her, so I imagine it actually happened, and it wasn't some weird fever dream. Yeah, and I didn't propose to her either. But yeah, it otherwise I'd be aware one. of that. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's one of them. Obviously, if you get the photographers in, it's probably a. It'll be a good memory. Whether it's a little bit cheesy and cliche, maybe, but if you can find a secluded spot away from people, then it's probably a nicer experience. I guess it's person, what you want. I wouldn't do it in front of the castle, Is and that I've seen everyone does it in front of the castle. Yeah, yeah, and I've seen I've seen loads of photos in some of the groups that I'm in for traveling to Orlando and stuff. And it's uh, oh my god, I'm engaged, but can you is anyone able to remove these people from the photo? <laughs> And it's like six or seven people like sort of around either side of them. I think like, it depends what you want. I feel like some people would like, you know, the moment shared with people and the clapping and like, you know, special. Yeah, but not some not some randoms who are right next to like basically tripping, tripping over me when I'm down on one knee. Yeah, that's a bit too close. I mean, I yeah. don't like the idea of public proposals, but I don't like, I don't like attention. Sounds a bit like a weird sentence, <laughs> but I feel in that moment, just feel like it'd be too much. Like, I don't like that sort of thing. So I think I can see why some people find it crazy especially because i also to be fair this is gonna sound even weirder to me and like i'm anti-love but i'm not so i'm gonna change it and use my example here but you know when you're out for dinner and people have a birthday and they have an oh, and everyone's got a joy and happy birthday absolutely hate yeah it. that's the same level of like public ad- i don't like being involved in other people's intimate moments in, 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 in an intimate birthday moment yeah it's but that's the same energy i get from public proposals sometimes like if you're right on top of it you can't sort of just brush past and continue shopping or whatever you're doing because you look yeah like a dickhead or you feel like a dickhead and you don't want to interrupt or 
distract or anything like that. It's that energy. And it's like the same way you don't want to be the person at the birthday bit near them and everyone, the whole restaurant's singing and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Actually, funny story. When I went out for one of my friend's birthdays, we got that. And I was sat on the end of the table. He was sat sort of inside a little bit. And obviously all of the friends were there. There's about seven of them, I think. And uh, we all started singing happy birthday. So all of them were singing it, even the person whose birthday it was. And bless the way, she didn't know where to put the cake. And she went to put it down in front of me because my friend next was pointing to me and I was like it's not my birthday pet keep going and it was so awkward it's on video as well it's hilarious yeah that's the same edit that's how I feel about public proposal but that story would sum it up for me that would be the same thing if someone put the ring down in front of you was like oh not for you <laughs> yeah that'd be get down get down on me oh my god I'm just tying my list I don't know what it is but it might because I recently watched how I met your father but there's also the episode of how I met your mother when the the whole joke is that she thinks he's going to propose to her because they put the ring in the wrong, they put the wrong champagne glasses over. That level of the equivalent of your story, but engagement wise. But yeah, it's not for me. I agree. In a a busy place, it's not for me. Yeah, he's U-turning now. So ladies, stay alert. Anyway, we're moving on to the third. (laughs) Don't say that about me. (laughs) Moving on to the third story. (laughs) Remember, stay alert. But um, this is from Newsweek. So, it's alright, Squee, I'm going to cheer you up now. The headline here is a guinea pig has shattered the basketball slam dunk record. That's right. A guinea pig from Hungary has gone viral on social media. It was originally posted Instagram, but it's been verified by, you know, it's been put on the Guinness World Records account and that, and it's been seen. But basically, there's a tiny guinea pig named Molly dunking a... 1.7 inch diameter ball into a hoop four times which breaks the record for most basketball slams dunks in 30 seconds by a guinea pig uh, according to life science guinea pigs were natives to south america and were domesticated by the incans more than 3,000 years ago as pets and for food they can weigh between 1.5 to 2.5 pounds and their bodies can range from 8 to 10 inches long the owner tweeted out thank you along with her little certificate that she got for the guinea pigs set in the guinness world record and they the owner emma muller added that her guinea pig absolutely loves to play basketball adding that molly can on occasion complete eight slam dunks in 30 seconds still four was more than enough to make her the official record holder yes do you can you out dunk a guinea pig i mean on a guinea pig size hoop yes i mean actually it might be a bit finicky because it's really tiny so i imagine you might have trouble Uh, i'll be fine i'll be fine are you sure but um what's really what's really interesting is that they managed to teach a guinea pig how to do that i mean maybe the guinea pig just kept watching tv and picked it up dunking just keep jumping basketball all the time i think it's the most interesting like pet related guinness book of record i've ever heard though because like they on the end of this article they go oh well in january a 190 year old tortoise named jonathan was crowned the world's oldest known living terrestrial animal and then oh what like, a name <laughs> what a name <laughs> of a tortoise brilliant <laughs> and, then, and then they also add about the world's tallest dog you know recently and a chihuahua named toby keith was dubbed the world's oldest dog but these are just things that are gonna happen you know what i mean but this is a skill-based record for this guinea pig a real true hero of the game <laughs> i just wait until he retires and gets a proper testimonial and everything honestly if they don't if someone doesn't make molly a little basketball jersey if you have a basketball team out there and you're looking for some good pr send molly a customized jersey that's what i'm saying <laughs> it's a great move but i was gonna say any other sports you think pets would be prone to any animals you think should be prone because i feel like in my head kangaroos obviously got to be set what, in some bo- boxing. boxing yeah pretty much yeah i don't know i see i think a cat would be good at like i was gonna say hockey but without a stick what because they, walk me through good. this logic 
Because cat, because if you if you roll a ball to a cat, the cat will swat it away, right? Right. So if you teach a, a team of cats to swap the ball to each other and to go in the back of the net, they'll be brilliant at it. You know what? If you don't find someone to propose to, I'm a bit worried about your crazy cat man future. <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh, Laura, God. I've just filled my cat hockey team. Do you want to see? <laughs> no, I'm okay, totally, totally, totally buzzed on location. I was like, why have you got several cats in hockey jerseys? What's happening? <laughs> oh, I need to think of a name, not the Mighty Ducks, obviously. <laughs> the Mighty Ducks got a team of cats. I'll call it the Mighty Ducks. Are you okay, Squid? Would you like to lick your salt wall to calm down? <laughs> but, chocolate wall, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I mean, dogs are sort of got the football thing. I feel like there's dogs and footballs because even my dogs and sort of look like she's dribbling from time to time when she uses her nose, like with a little tiny ball. Oh, so a dog's okay for a ball, but a cat? Right, oh, you, you made really it sound like me. you were building a team of cat hockey and you know it. You know there's a you different... You me. I see how it is. My dog independently chooses to play football with her nose, <laughs> so nose ball. I was going to say, I just feel like animals should i feel like we're an untapped market here that animals doing adorable things in sports some animals are probably better sports stars than both of us to be honest i speak for yourself i'm brilliant at all sports imagine if you got outdone in the crossfit olympics or crossfit world cup sorry i mean to be honest i'd probably get outdone in the crossfit olympics or crossfit world cup by a lot of human people never mind animals what's the animals you got to keep an eye out for i mean a chimpanzee's got to be built for crossfit or something like that most sit-ups i mean i mean they're like human probably good at like gymnastics and everything because most flips in an hour most flips in 30 seconds i mean that's not how crossfit works it's not like most forward rolls in 30 (laughs) seconds i can't do a forward roll of all the things you pick did you pick the one i don't know i i can't either that's why i've said it I think I have a shoulder issue because I always go off ski with. I could never roll in a straight line. It was a problem. I just think I'm just terrible at forward rolls. I used so. to be able to do one when I was younger, but I got older and I feel like I got... I don't know. It's like my shoulder's sort of broke and no one noticed and I just started <laughs> going off to the side. Or I got a weird case of vertigo over like, I've got to go straight. And I'm like, oh no! <laughs> sausage, sausage rolls, on the other hand. Oh, right. Fine with them. Right. I'm going to be honest. That All that's made me think of sausage dogs do sausage rolls. And uh, that's you outdone right there anyway speaking about being outdone it's time for an ad break don't forget to rate us five stars on apple podcasts you may know him from the podcasts you may know him from twitter but did you know that you can also follow squiggy at twitch.tv slash squiggy plays for all your gaming content use the hashtag tboa to join the conversation do you use the good pods app Find the Totally Buzzed UK podcast on there today and help us climb the charts. Just how many red cards will Laura rack up in FIFA 22 Pro Clubs this season? Double digits? Triple digits? The elusive thousand? Follow Totally Buzzed on Twitch at www.twitch.tv slash totallybuzzed. So you're listening on Google Podcasts. Hit subscribe on the Totally Buzzed UK podcast to keep up to date with your weird and wonderful fix. Team Sancho's Nachos, Team Relegated Niles, Team Man United have been the early frontrunners in the Totally Buzzed FPL League. Can you dethrone them? Check out www.totallybuzzed.co.uk. And we're back. We like to thank the ad breaks for putting in a shift there. Squiggy is not at all jealous of me saying they outwork him. Are you, Squiggy? No, not at all. I didn't spend the whole ad break going, what did you mean? What you saying about me? I work hard. I turn up. 
He's already started ordering cats for his hockey team in distress. Anyway, yeah, it's... You'll see. <laughs> this feels like the team of cats. I'm going to have nightmares about <laughs> hockey team cats coming out over me. I'm like, no, not the cats. Anyway, <laughs> it's time for the segment that you all know and you all love. It's time for What the Buzz. Squiggy, explain what, what the buzz is before delivering the latest edition. What the... So what the buzz is my own personal segment because I am better than Kaylee, so I got my own segment. Hi Kaylee. And basically in what the buzz I give you a totally random fact, which makes you go, What the buzz? Or just makes you go, eh, I probably already knew that. Either way, either way, ideally hopefully the first one. And if it's the second one, then go outside. That's all I've got to say. So my fact today, last time we went to La Torre Field to the Eiffel Tower, and the time before that we went to the underground tunnels of Walt Disney World. And this time we're going back to Walt Disney World, but this time we are looking a little bit higher up than the tunnels. We're looking at the flags. So America is a very patriotic country, as as you probably all know, and they have flag ceremonies every day where they raise the flag up and they bring the flag down. So to get around that, a lot of American flags in Disney World are actually fake. So they either miss a stripe or a star, so they're not exactly the stars and stripes, as they call it, which means that if, say, flags have to fly at half-mast during a time of mourning, those flags don't have to. They also means they don't have to take the flags away every night and bring them up every morning. So basically, Disney are lazy, but also clever and lazy at the same time. And there you go. All That's I got from that is like fake flags in terms of like fake fans. They've got their <laughs> fake flags. They're not even Trudy's waving so them I can I can go in, I can go in a bit more detail if you want. Just a um, little bit more. Just yeah, yeah. So, because I mean, uh, to be fair, I'm on the brink of saying what the buzz, but a little sweetener to make me full on. So, going, what so how about how about this? At the time at the time of recording this, it is the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. And you'll have noticed if you've watched any of the stuff over here that the the mall up to Buckingham Palace is lined with Union Jack flags. So in America, in Disney World, walking up to Cinderella's castle, very similar. It has your, your American flags, your stars and stripes all the way up lining up there. But they're all fake, which means that those flags can stay out no matter what. Because in America, you're supposed to have a flag raising ceremony and a flag retreat ceremony. And obviously, they do that every day with one flag, but they couldn't do it with all 30 or 40 flags. But you're all fake. But you also know I'm a big fan of flags. I yeah, love so... flags. So basically, if you're unfamiliar with this little football team called Newcastle United... Little football team. Little. Little. In the, tel- biggest, conte- in the context of the club globe. In the universe. In the universe. Okay. In the multiverse. If you've not heard of the biggest football team in the universe, uh, <laughs> is Newcastle United... Basically, Squiggy's a season ticket holder and goes to all their home games at St. James's Park. And their fans have flags. And they have a lot of flags. Murals. That they have just, and it's a beautiful sight before games. Really gets up the atmosphere. And I just like to compliment them because flags are fun. And that's not me making a Big Bang Theory reference, though I have done one by accident there. That's not the point. I just think flags are cool, and I'm kind of glad that Squiggy has a flag flag in his life across the board, even if they're fake. But I always <laughs> like flags. Country flags. I remember learning them as a kid a lot to do with football teams and stuff, and uh, yeah, I'm, I think flags are really cool. I, don't, I find it annoying, though, when flags become meaning of something else. I find it like flags are still so powerful in today's society, which is quite weird, if that makes sense. Like, you see a flag, you can re- so it with things yeah so i know what you mean so there's kind of like um obviously the uk flag got used with certain political parties which i disagree with their views but i mean you know 
people have their views. Uh-huh. Um, so that kind of thing. But it's just weird to think that you can see a flag and represent it and think of that. So many different flags in America and obviously there's controversial ones, but it's like people see it and they instantly associate it with things. It's just, I just find flags quite impressive. That's all. I, was gonna, I do I, like a good flag. I like a good flag display. I really like Uganda's flag, if you ever wanted to know. That's a fun fact. Okay. If you want to see a, Google that. If you want to see a pretty flag, I oh, yes. recommend... I like that flag. I recommend Uganda. I will put it in the Capania article that drops with this podcast on totallybuzz.co.uk so you can check out. But do be sure to tweet us your favourite flags. Let's be <laughs> honest. Quiggy, it's been a fun episode, right? You feel cheered up for your working week? feel very cheered up for my working week. Well... Can I wait? Excellent. Because we hope you too, the listener, are cheered up and ready for another working week. And join us again next Monday at 7am for more weird, wonderful news. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at totallybuzzuk. Be sure to rate us five stars on Spotify. Follow us, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, write reviews, they all help. Check us out on YouTube, Totally Buzz UK. To- check us out on Twitch at Totally Buzz. Oh, just search Totally Buzz. Go to the website. Amazing stuff. Squiggy, anything to plug? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, John J Squires. I think there. I'm also on Instagram at the same. And you can also follow my the gaming gaming side of my life twitch.tv slash squeaky plays twitter is squeaky plays and instagram is also squeaky plays and youtube.com slash john squires that's right for your Ooh. gaming gaming content from john squires the gamiest yes. gamer around yes yes you can be sure to check him out anyway we've, we've been the totally buzz uk podcast good night bye this podcast is brought to you by two chatterboxes and a lovable geordie at totallybuzzed.co.uk